video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 188 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my baby that was born with a full beard, <laughs> Mr. Hollywood <laughs> Homeboy, Mr. Grizz. I'm surprised we didn't get uh, classic mountaintop Mike again this week for the intro. I don't think everybody uh, you know, waiting for that, that twang, we, baby. We are in our final film of our Texas Splatter Month. It is not a splatter film that we watched this week, but it is a Texas film. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen this movie in full. Um, I've seen clips of certain parts of this movie, but we watched the 1989 tabloid. What a ride, dude. Deep cut, man. Deep cut uh, anthology film. Maybe at some point I'll come back with the accent, but this one didn't feel as Texas no, it, as I, all the other ones. Yeah, I, I, I actually agree. I think that the uh, the accent might have oversold the Texasness of tabloid. That's a, that's a mouthful. Yes. Yes, this is uh, a creation from the Abomination crew. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> that was pretty good. Like a fucking right, hip-hop uh, team today, dude. We're rhyming yeah. all over the place. Yeah. This one feels way different than the Abomination and Ozone. Way more polished. I guess they figured it out by the time uh, this was released. Or maybe just they're better at this type of film. I don't know. Yeah, I felt like this was definitely a uh, uh, much more like dialed in. As, as, as silly as this is, you know, as the movie and stuff. But this felt like, as a filmmaker's, it was, it was more like serious you know like they were like really trying to do something here it might have been because it's not 16 millimeter also that it helped i i don't know what the hell it was but it felt like an actual movie this time (laughs) i'm pretty sure this is is shot on video this felt like uh it's from the same time period too like 89 like this this kind of felt like video violence like the way it looked and like the same kind of like video quality I'm not 100% sure that it was shot on video, but I want to say that it was. because That's the way it, it looked to me anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of those movies that has a like a late 80s, early 90s TV like public access program type thing. You know, you know what I mean? Like where there was a little bit of money in there, but not enough where it was like oh, a pro yeah. quality <laughs> You know, as dumb as it sounds, like boarding house yeah, or something. Someone, you know what I mean? Dad funded the project for sure. <laughs> this is, yes, this yeah, is your last yeah. chance, Timmy. Otherwise, you're fucking off to boarding school. And I think uh. that's what, this is pretty much it. <laughs> but uh, what I what I did dig though, man, is like uh, mentioned the TV thing is the the way this build up is for this movie and everything. This would have been such a great concept for a, a reoccurring TV show. Uh, the 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 whole way they have this this movie wrapped around a newspaper with miniature stories it's fucking brilliant. I really really enjoy that. There was never a TV show that had a premise similar to this. I like mean, a, there was like Weekly World News, but that was more of like a like a it wasn't it wasn't a sitcom. 
right? No, and yeah, I mean, and I'm, I don't I'm speaking I don't really more remember. of like you know, in in the vein of uh, of obviously like a Tales from the Crypt or you know that kind of thing where it's 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 more horror based or like a monsters type thing. So you're getting like a, but it it, it still revolves around this this tabloid newspaper because dude, growing up, National Enquirer. I mean, everybody, oh, I, I, I swear, dude, I made my dad buy me a fucking National Enquirer every time we went to the grocery store. He probably has a box of those motherfuckers causing a fire hazard in his basement somewhere right now. <laughs> but, dude, I was obsessed with thing? it. Wait, yeah. really? Oh, 100%, dude. I, I was obsessed with National Enquirer. Bat dude, Boy, so awesome. all the fucking crazy shit that would go on in there, dude, because you would read the wildest stories. Like Mike had mentioned, a baby born with a beard in the intro. Like, that is some shit you would read in National Enquirer all fucking day. <laughs> I think we kind of look like uh, we could have been born with, be- with a beard. <laughs> we are bearded baby folk, that's for sure. <laughs> I was I was apparently a very large baby. I was a very that, hairy That's what I was baby. told. So, unfortunately, I lost most of it. Except for in the face. <laughs> you look you look like a freshly born gorilla. Yeah, yeah. Like ape like. <laughs> so this is a very hard to find VHS tape. Um, do you know what distro it was on? I've only I've never owned one. I, I wish I could fucking ever get my hands on one, but I'm almost positive it was a, a tapeworm release. Same people that did like lunch meat. There's a couple other uh, tapeworm releases. I can't put my finger on the other ones now, but they're all like extremely hard to find. Like Donna Michelle's are, you know, oh, those are tough tapes to find. I feel like tapeworms are like the next level of of difficulty in hunting down. Super hard. Yeah. <laughs> they're the grills, man. Dude, what do you think? What do you think is the least abundant distro out there? Who had the least amount? And I'm not talking about things where it's like, oh, like the director put out five that he handmade. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm talking about like a, what is a low print run distribution company? I mean, it's got to be something like I just said, like like Tapeworm has to be up there in the top echelon of, of low distros. I mean, I don't really know the numbers for a lot of them, though, you know, like maybe Tapeworm did have a, a bigger distribution that I know of, and a lot of them didn't survive. I just know that, like, finding things from that company seems to be a needle in a fucking haystack. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What about, like, Brimstone? Some of that Brimstone shit has some pretty low print <sighs> runs, right? Yeah, so now we're talking, yeah, like, I think when you get into the, uh, the later uh, run 90s stuff, that's like the real underground stuff some of the brimstone maybe even some of like the killer bee stuff uh the the video outlaw stuff they're out there but man they're not out there in abundance and i think that uh a lot of that stuff probably got trashed because it was like not a lot of people were buying tapes at the at the end there so i know a lot of a lot of stuff didn't survive the uh the the dumpster halls of the The great purge yeah of the late 90s early 2000s i i really do want to see a copy of this vhs tape if you have it maybe maybe we could come to an agreement and uh trade even not no just just fucking show it you know let me see it i show me your shit i i I'm going to say that I want this tape now just because of how good this movie is. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> rocks my world. Honestly, I was so excited with this movie. I I also think that this movie 
could have maybe replaced, um, like, dude, you, you cut out like, what the hell is that movie? Real, real killers? No. Thrill killers. Oh, what's, what's that camp release? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The thrill killers, something like that. Where it's got the guy with the head smashed on the cover. The cover is like way fucking better than the movie ever could be. (laughs) Dude, this, this movie fits in that lineup better than that. It does. And that's what I was saying. This, this feels kind of like a video of violence in the way that it looks in the the campiness of it and stuff. It's not as gory as video violence by any means. I don't think there's yeah. like hardly any blood in this movie. But a little bit. the way that it looks and the overall just like the fun that I have with it, the sound of the movie, it fits camp video so, so well. Yeah. I wonder why they, I mean, this would have been like around that time. Say 89. Right? I mean, that's towards, I guess, like, yeah, they're rap. No, yeah, 89's got to be still chugging along. Yeah, because didn't they do like other releases like into the early 90s? Like, didn't they like still like put out some shit? Yeah, I mean, they were deeply, deeply in debt. And at the very end, I mean, they were bootlegging their own shit to fucking hustle to, to pay distributors. Uh, you know, tapes that really weren't the quality that they should have been. And that's why you see a lot of the uh, the the quality fluctuation in the tapes. You'll see the foil label camps. And you'll see the exact same tapes that are released by Camp Video, but they have paper labels or they have weird printed boxes and shit. And they're, they're legitimate camp releases. They're just, you know... Later, bargain basement. <laughs> we gotta yeah. fucking make money. <laughs> fucking tapes. Yeah. So, yeah, always go for the foil label if you can. That's, there's a there's a pro tip for you. Yeah. Right. That's that's when they were at the prime. I mean, that's when they were putting good money into their uh, their product. I mean, you see it in the packaging. You see it in the label. Foils cost money. It makes it look better. That's what you yeah. want. I'll never forget you. Get me that Hollywood chainsaw hookers, and then after sending it, you go. Why the fuck did I send you the foil label? And it's because I'm a good fucking friend. Dude. I have t- I had two copies. One that I previously owned that did not have a foil label. It was a paper label copy. I scored. I was like, oh, Mike, I got. The- I was able to get this copy of fucking Chainsaw. He's like, yeah, definitely grab it for me. I get it. Beautiful foil label. And what do I do? I send it along to the rightful owner. So that's how you do it, my friends. That's how you fucking do it out there, people. Yeah. Look, preserve forever now exactly. in the fucking vault. I know where here. it was going to be. I knew where it was, you know. Yeah. Forever. I'm in, I'm in the well. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll get it back one day, right? Hopefully, it's worth $1 million yeah, dollars that at that plan. point. It was an investment for me. <laughs> Log game. So, so let's, uh, let's hit that theme song again because it's so fucking enjoyable. Mm. And we'll uh, get into a little tabloid action here. What do they think this is? Another sleazy plot. Discredit the fine reporting in that newspaper you bought. If you don't read the papers, how the hell are you gonna know? If the ghost of Abraham Lincoln's in bed with Jack Hill. Man, if you don't think that's news, I've got some news for you. The barbecue of the dead won't be in the Saturday review. The newspaper. 
national TV Are the only ones that can satisfy inquiring minds like me So stop the presses, what kind of shape are we in? If Ronald Reagan's long-lost brother's living in a garbage bin Stop the presses, we don't need no more pills If an all-fried okra diet is the cure for all our That's info I might need If my daughter's getting married I think I've got a right to know Just who it is I'm losing to And where they're gonna go I'm always keeping up With foreign policy and stuff When we well-rounded readers Know that news we ain't enough What intellectual college boy Could ever ask for more Than to read the gospel truth In the checkout line at the grocery store So stop the presses How can I sleep in peace if Lonnie Anderson is selling arms in the Middle East? Stop the presses, I want to read the tale. The mermaid is expecting and the father is a whale. Stop the presses, let me check it out. The baby born with the full beard is something I got to read about. Stop the presses, and let me get my thrills. The man from outer space is paying all Joe Collins bills. tabloid a movie that doesn't necessarily fit uh in our texas splatter month uh you know it's not a splatter film at all it is dark technically a horror film it is yeah it's technically a horror film Uh, it feels a lot like terrorized to me but not as horror like oh like it's not as horror movie. Oh, it's like a troll terrorized uh, chillers kind of thing going on, but it's not as hardcore as even those yeah. movies. And those movies aren't hardcore by any means. No, not at all. But no, th- the subject matter and like the just the overall like goofiness of it and like how dark it is, it's this shit won my heart, dude. This is yeah. one of my favorites of all time now. I can't get over how. I mean, some of the stories aren't aren't the best. It's an anthology, you know, but like the ones that yeah. are good are fucking good, dude. Yeah. I mean, I thought they were all pretty damn strong. Yeah. They're not. I mean, they're, I, they all got merit, but man, some of them are, are the chef's kiss. <laughs> and, uh, the thing about this that is extra special to me, and, and like we've mentioned on uh, all of our anthology episodes before that it's all about the wraparound, you know, that's what I think makes the anthology movie either really good or really bad. I've seen some that just have like a, a boring interlude, no offense to Vincent Price, yeah. but I've seen one with him where he's just like, here's a spooky movie. And then he fucking, yeah, you know, you ooh, see it. Yeah. But then you have ones where it's like, here's a really cool story that's going to tie all of them together. And this has one of the best of all time. 
you start out in this fucking cool tabloid office and they're telling all these stories about the different things that you know you would see in the national Enquirer type thing yeah and then like, you, oh what story do we do oh, like we need to fill these spots and, and like they're just talking about the wildest shit. oh dinosaur lays an egg in fucking central park and all these fucking wild things you know yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But and it, and it basically leads us to the actual paper being tossed around the town to these different people in different locations and them reading the stories and the stories coming to life as the different anthology stories. And it's so smart, dude. I fucking yeah. love that. But everybody's like, oh, this piece of shit newspaper. Yeah. Like, oh, you reading this stuff? What are you fucking stupid? Yeah, they like, all criticize it, but then they read it. Yeah. And they, and the, dude, that's the best part. Yeah, and all the stories are, you know, 100% like things you would see in Weekly World News or some dumb website or some shit that's like, you know, spewing bullshit. Um, like I said before, I called you the baby born with a beard. Because <laughs> that's one of the fucking stories, man. Yeah, that's one of the things. It has like really nothing to do with the that whole story in the anthology, like, it's just, I don't know. It was so weird. It was like this hillbilly story where people are getting shot. Like they're having a gunfight and all that stuff. The The mom is the mom from Ozone. It, like the old lady yeah. when they're when they're getting help. It's like, oh my God, this is fucking so awesome. She's got the shotgun and all that Dude, shit. Dude, a pregnant redneck fucking shootout was one of the, the one things I never expected from this movie especially that it all derived from the sale of some bad weed and these yeah. other dudes coming back to get revenge and the fucking pregnant lady kills one of them in this car chase like what the i never expected any of this to happen in no. this movie especially no. by the name of a baby born with a full beard and at the like you know dude she has some of like the best lines like she's like you're my beer drinking man bud and i was like yo what <laughs> <laughs> like this is the wildest dialogue and then and of course at the end she is in labor with a baby who is born with a full beard just like her lovely drug dealing husband amazing <laughs> dude they blow up the car it's like a, it's, it kills so many people <laughs> yeah what what a difference between like the car explosion in ozone and the car explosion oh, in this movie night and day dude like they, they, they blow it. that thing the f yeah. yeah they blow that thing the fuck and, up i dude. love that like when the, the other rednecks come back to their trailer to like you know to, to kill them for killing the one redneck he kills all three of these people they like the, the mom and the, the redneck you know pregnant lady they all kill these other people and then she goes into labor and he's like let me go get the doctor and i'm thinking you got fucking three dead bodies on your front lawn. One of them is on fire. And you're like Southern justice. Let me go baby. get a doctor. Everything's going to be explained here. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. They're used to it. Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, exactly. They're used to finding dead bodies and shit. Right. They don't give a fuck. Another day in Texas, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like that story is not a horror story at all, but like to me, it was funny as hell. It was entertaining as fuck. It's, it felt like, you know, something that I, I, absolutely love seeing on like low budget z grade horror or whatever types of movies like a non scary i guess story that is actually entertaining super i mean you know what it's, i mean it's an action no, it doesn't story. rely on effect yeah it doesn't rely on effects 
or anything like that. It's purely like story driven and like the dopey characters make it that much better. The there was a, a line in here that actually made me feel really good about my childhood, dude, because he's telling her how like they're going to live and they're going to get away. And she he's all like, baby, we're going to get a double wide and a VCR. And I was like, dude, I had a double wide and a VCR growing up. Like, I was fucking livid, bro. You were king shit, bro. You were ahead of that trailer park. I thought I was like, you know, poor, but it turns out I was ahead no. of the curve, baby. Dude, double wides are fucking nice as hell, man. It was nice. People, like people, people talk shit on that stuff. Dude, they're nice they're as fuck. Very nice. Seriously. I mean, we had sulfur no water, so it wasn't that nice. That was, well, like, well, that was the absolute yeah. worst growing up. Having sulfur water because all your friends come over and they're like, oh, your house smells like rotten eggs. And you're like, yeah, I can't fucking do anything about it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I'll wash yeah. my ass. You <laughs> know what I mean? Fucking wash my house, you <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Dude. So that first story and the intro. So like the wraparound, I guess you could say, would lead you to believe that we are not seeing a horror movie at all or anything horror related. Right. So far, it's, uh, I mean, the only thing that would make me feel a little horror is at the very, very beginning of this movie, we get this weird aerobics class that's invaded by aliens that's yeah, never yeah. really touched on or explained again. I guess it's just trying to get you in the mood for a little National yeah, Enquirer yeah. type stuff, and that's fucking awesome. But other than that, I'm thinking, okay, we got an action film on our hands, but a very, very yeah. good, funny action film, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Then we get barbecue of the dead, right? Mood changer. Total shit. Jesus Christ. Dude, so is this your favorite one? This is actually not my favorite one. No? Oh, I thought this would have been your favorite. This uh, this was my favorite. Okay. I really I could totally that. see I it. Really this, is, this is a hard contestant to be, to be my favorite, but uh, not yet. I just love the fact that, like, so there's a zombie cooking a meal having a barbecue inviting his two friends over um to me first of all that like whole concept is fucking it's so strange and it's like kind of creepy to me it's so goosebumps you know what i mean like that's exactly yeah, what it yeah. is man dude the, the zombie tells his son because he's at his son's house like oh it, it's nothing don't worry go to bed this probably isn't really even happening yeah, and the, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> the best part away. of that is when, it, when, like, he first hears something, and he kind of looks to see if it's his. He goes, "Dad, is that you?" And the fucking dad goes, "Uh, kinda." And I was like, "That's the best <laughs> fucking line for a zombie of all time." I loved it. But I, I love the fact that this guy like brought his friends back. Yeah, just to be like, you're you're okay with like just like being dead like you're cool with that this is it this is how we're gonna live <laughs> that was yeah yeah and he he basically sets them up to fucking die again it was such a like i was so confused by it at first i was like it almost it's like such a dry joke that it took me a minute to realize what was going on with this whole like because it's not as long as as the other two but it's yeah. it's very like powerful once you get what's going on and you're like oh my god this is fucking hilarious wait dude did i miss what what did i miss what do you mean no yeah can you explain it for me <laughs> i'm i'm literally I'm, no like what, what you're saying though like how like they bring him back to just be like because when at first he's like this you're okay with all this and you're not you don't understand like 
what are you getting at? You're okay with all of this. So I'm thinking in my head is like, I'm thinking, did these people do something to him? Are, are they like responsible for well, his that's death? I, yeah, that's what I thought at first. Yeah. So I'm like, it just seems like a really dry delivery of how everything's going. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then once I start realizing that he's just pissed off about being dead and he's confused as to why they're not also pissed off that they're dead and that this is it. It's just, it's so funny at the end of all of it. I was just like, but it took me a while to get there. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what did they do to him? Then I'm like, oh, they didn't do anything. They're just fucking ignorant of the fact that they're dead. So I thought it was a great play. Well, I like the fact that he like sets them up to quote unquote die again by basically like keeping them out there until the sun comes up and they just turn back into corpses. Yeah, it's like a There's two mummified corpses. corpses. <laughs> yeah. Hey, was that the was that the mom from the abomination? I believe that it was. I, oh, the that's voice so awesome. was very similar. So Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the, the zombie makeup also reminded me of children shouldn't play with dead things, but creepier. Dude, the the makeup in this was actually really good, and that dude's gone on to do like a bunch of blockbuster movies, like the Iron Man movies and fucking Austin Powers movies and all that shit. So like, he got to start right here on fucking tabloid doing zombie of the dead makeup or barbecue <laughs> of the dead makeup. So good. This like sequence. Do you think this is almost like a Twilight Zone esque thing? It felt like a Twilight Zone episode to me. Yeah, and I think that's like kind of the the comedy slash like the buildup that I was getting at, where it's like the delivery takes a while to unfold. So you're kind of like trying to guess what's happening until the very final reveal of, of, of everything and what he's doing to them and, and him being mad and everything. So I think that feels very Twilight Zone-ish. And that's why I said that this could be its own reoccurring uh, show on yeah. TV. It's yeah. it's very strong in that way. Well, if you could, if you, well, actually, most of them are longer than twenty something minutes. Yeah, this movie clocks in at about an hour thirty. It's it's like you know, it's no fucking sixty eight minute fucking camp video release, which no. you know, I wish it would be, whatever. <laughs> but this movie didn't. But this movie didn't feel boring to me. You know what I mean? Like none of these sequences felt like they were fucking just like. You know, dragging on and dragging on. They all had something going for it. Which was kind of like refreshing. I mean, I've enjoyed immensely all the movies that we've covered uh, in this this month. But some of them did suffer from a lot of of parts that were a little bit long and a little bit dragging. Just because of the amount of B-roll and the filler. Where I was so sucked into this film. And that's, I think, a great aspect of anthologies. I have a fucking horribly short attention span so if you give me these like really cool short little stories that i can like really zoom into it really keeps me engaged and i I have a lot of fun with this kind of stuff and this did a great job of that yeah i mean now that we're talking about it it definitely feels more like chillers than terrorize yeah that's why i said chillers because it it has that same that same vibe yeah definitely just silly yeah because like this is like a zombie thing but at no point do these zombies kill anybody they don't eat they're not eating people no they're at the eating barbecue. fucking corn on the cob and fucking cheeseburgers yeah, and shit yeah. it's hilarious i loved it yeah it's just like this like suburban fucking you know landscape and all that shit but it's cool like it's super funny it's super just like weird and it definitely takes the turn from the first one 
it kind of sets you up for uh what the hell is the actual name for this segment for the very last segment yeah the vacuum destroys town or killer yeah, vacuum like, destroys town this is my this is my favorite segment now this one takes like the hard turn in the story yes right like at the end all of a sudden you're like what the fuck right like super fucking hardcore at the end and what i love about the progression of this anthology is that each one of these stories is so drastically different we had like this action film we had this really weird zombie barbecue and now we're getting a fucking killer vacuum cleaner and this like dysfunctional family story so fun yeah like this girl i guess uh is like a child genius and she built like a vacuum cleaner that can basically create tornadoes and kill people not just any child fucking lisa loeb (laughs) lisa loeb (laughs) the one that's so funny who would have thought that uh the the singer lisa loeb actress or whatever got her fucking start on a movie like tabloid what's dude what's funny is like i'm watching this and I, all i can think of is like wow this looks like my sister <laughs> like at that like at that age That's hilarious yeah it's like oh my god like everybody's it's, sister at that age honestly at that time period yeah, it's so funny <laughs> but like this kid plays the role really well right like she's like just kind of devious um she's obviously having a hard time with her stepmom but like she's kind of not making anything better right she's she seems kind of fucked up i think i related with this so much because like i had i had a stepmom that like i came into my life when i was like a teenager and dude it was fireworks let me fucking tell you yeah you fucking hated Uh, it oh bro like i got the cops called on me before Wow. Yeah, like I, I was fucking not having lashing it. out. Yeah, we got we had we had some we got some serious situations. We're like, it's funny though because like, dude, today we're like super close and like everything's yeah. fucking totally cool. It was just being a fucking asshole kid, and you know, it was a new situation. But like because of it, this like this resonated so much with me because I was totally rose. Like I hated my stepmom, but like I wasn't helping the situation by being a little yeah. fucking bastard and rebellious yeah, every you, chance I got. So Yeah, you see like as an adult, like, wow, I kinda sucked. Yeah, I was I was <laughs> dude, I know I was fucking horrible. Like, yeah, yeah, you're fucking Jenko's on yeah, and shit. I was getting in so you much my mom. fucking trouble. You my mom. Dude, I was throwing your belt from my high school, so yeah, oh, I I, I didn't do my parents any favors, let's just say that. But uh everything's great now, but man. This uh, this whole like relationship dynamic of like the evil stepmom and like this uh, this girl who wants to like get revenge and she basically like uses her father and the whole plot to like take it out on her mother her stepmother so smart I really think that uh, this is just a very unique way of telling a story like this I've never seen anything yeah. like this dude this little girl kills her fucking aunt first well as a warning you know just to like set the fucking tone. And, and dude, that phone call was wild. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like on the phone with her sister as she's dying and stuff. Super yeah, crazy. Destroyed by a tornado in a vacuum. And, and like we basically get the idea that uh, this little girl Rose is like kind of like a savant. She's like super smart. She's like in her bedroom, like tinkering on all these electronics and her computers and stuff. And then we find out her dad, the meteorologist, is like hitting it big because he's able to predict all of these storms and tornadoes. 
and he just needs one more, you know, one more good fucking prediction, and he'll be able to get out of that small town and go to New York. Go to New York. That's right, making it big. And then we come to learn that he's actually getting the information of where these tornadoes are going to be from his daughter, who just be is happened to learn how to make tornadoes out of vacuum cleaners. Yeah, well, well, he thinks that she's having like premonitions, like dreams of right. them. He doesn't know the whole technology vacuum yeah. thing yet. Yeah. And it's really kind of funny because you think that the vacuum cleaner is going to like be a like a killer refrigerator type thing. Oh, that's exactly you know what, I mean? what I thought, dude, for sure. That it was the vacuum itself was going to like attack her or something, but that's not the case in this movie. Uh, in this sequence, the stepmom is killed by a tornado that was caused by the vacuum. And she really would have been dead anyway, because she was impaled by a broomstick. Oh, dude. Because yeah, she was the dude. wicked witch. Right? Like, oh, there's that was so like, many fucking Wizard of Oz references in this sequence, dude. Like, some of, like, the, the things that she was saying were, like, straight from the Wizard of Oz. I think she was like, yeah, with, uh, I'll get you, Rose, and that little mud of yours. Because she had, like, a dog that she fucking hated and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, oh, my a, God. The dog took, like, a huge wet shit on the floor. If that was my floor, I'd be pretty pissed, too. Yeah, that was a nice rug, bro. Come on. Dude, that, why was that shit, like, fucking gray? Mm. Gray and green. You know, you dog is not healthy. You feed your dog fucking bad food, bro. That's what you get. You gotta feed your dog proper food. <laughs> but, uh, true. The best, the best thing about this sequence was the visual effect of the mom getting sucked out of the fucking window. Oh, my God, man. Dude. That whole tornado sequence was awesome. Amazing. The whole thing. The whole thing. The wall getting fucking ripped away. I was like, how did they pull some of this off? Dude, the books getting sucked out the window looks so fucking cool. I was like, this is low budget, but this looks this looks like on Twister level for sure. Yeah, this is kind of scary. I was waiting for a fucking cow to fly by the window. It looked, looked Evil Dead-esque <laughs> that, to me. It really did look Evil Dead, dude. I didn't think about that. that, that it did have that kind of that evil vibe to the storm going on. It, it was very, very well done. And like she's the stepmom screaming, help me, let me down in the cellar. And what's her name? Rose. Yeah, Rose and the her like, steps, uh, her and her stepbrother down there. Yeah, with the dog. And like he's like fucking all scared, but she's like, oh no, that's the big bad wolf yeah, up there gotta- trying to blow our house down. <laughs> it's like, wow. Dude. And he's like, I'm Superman, and this is Superdog. If you think about it, he's like, listening to his mom die. It's such like a heavy fucking scene. I, don't, I, I took it as that was not his mom, that that was his stepmom. Oh, also. really? I gotcha. Either way. He had to be, he had to be, I think they were only together. The mom died like three years ago or four years oh, ago. So then he would definitely, she would have definitely been his step. And she was like a bitch too, man. Like only, only gave a fuck about herself. Like she deserved Did she to deserve die. To, no, uh, no, no like how you were no. just gonna be like, did she deserve to die? And I'm like, that bitch deserved to die. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't deserve to die. Just because you're a dick doesn't mean you deserve to die, man. That's Jesus Christ. Good time, me and you, me and me and you would be underground tomorrow oh, if that was the case. It, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's like almost cruel the way that this woman gets killed. It's like to- she was like tortured, like terrified during this whole goddamn sequence. It's awesome. So do you consider Rose to be the villain in this story then? Yeah. I don't know. Hell yeah. No shit. Dude, she fucked she fucked with the dad to fucking like cut like make him like lose his job and have like a breakdown. You don't put any responsibility on the stepmom. 
Hey, what'd she do wrong? She's a bad person, bro. How? How? She is... She came into these children's lives and took on the role of being a mother. And she's doing none of that. She doesn't give a fuck. She just wants them to do chores. That's it. She's not being motherly. But you're seeing, like, the end of the relationship. Like, it's been festering. Like, this girl could have been fucking... It's a nightmare this whole time. So you think that this is like the end result of just Rose being a, a little cunt the whole time, and now this is where? Well, we're dude, at. she's not. She's not mean to the little boy. She is not. Oh mean wait, to never the mind. Woman. Never mind. They are. They are pieces of shit. They are. Yeah. I just thought about it. There's like a small clip of like the when the tornadoes destroy in the house, and you see the family picture, and Rose isn't in it. See. They so deserved it. There is a little bit of. Uh, Maybe not. I understand, you know, maybe not how, how harsh it is, but I definitely feel like Rose was pushed a little bit in yeah. the situation. Yeah, I agree so. now. I agree now, man. That's pretty good. That's Sorry. a good eye, dude. Yeah, I never didn't see that. Didn't think of it. You're not some shit. Yeah. I, I, when we do these reviews, I replay the movie in my head at like time 64 speed. So like, yeah, I just keep doing friend. it over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Fucking dumb. What a, what a, what a mutant. Um, but that's our final, like, full story in this movie. And for only three segments in an anthology, it's pretty long, man. An hour and a half? Yeah. I mean, shit, is Creepshow an hour and a half? I think it, it's roughly right there. So it, this this is coming in around the same time. And it, it feels like the perfect length to me, honestly. Yeah, this one didn't feel as drawn out like there was a ton of B-roll, right? There was always something going on. Kept Actually, I can't really... Th- yeah, I can't really think of any point where I was like, oh, man, that was a long shot. Even the stuff in between where it's like the the, the wraparound stories happening. Oh, the newspaper is now in the hands of this couple quick. and stuff like that. It's quick. And it was still I was still like, oh, who's going to get the paper next? How's the paper going to get in the next? You know, because it was always like, oh, this person left it on a bench. This person left it in a bar and stuff like that. And it was just these cool, nifty little like fucking ways to continue the story on and and to have it also be a part of another story. Hey, is that like a creep show nod? I think it is. The newspaper, I, I think it's a, yeah. it's a good nod to it. Yeah. And I like the fact that the um, inter-sequence or inter-story um, wraparound segments are very short. While there's like a long intro one and then there's a long outro one. But it's the ones in between be. are, are super just yeah. get you right into the next story. And it's funny how it's done. You know what I mean? Like how, how you said, like the newspaper gets like, oh, the woman's picking up the, the fucking piece of paper. The guy's like fucking reading the, the piece of kindling, yeah, you know, and like everybody gets, him. everybody says like, oh, this stupid bullshit. And then they look at it and they start reading it. They're like sucked into it. I like the mom who was is, like yelling at her little girl for like talking to the, the strange man reading the paper. And then she's like, oh, yeah. I have that vacuum. And she starts reading the fucking vacuum story. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. it's a great pull in. And she's like, then the little girl's like, mom, stop reading that garbage. Yeah. And the mom's like, uh, I wasn't reading it. Yeah. I just want to see if our vacuum was recalled. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So this is funny. so smart. I loved it. So let's, let's, let's do this, man. We've, we've covered a ton of anthologies. We, we know a bunch of anthologies. Give me, give me like, where does this rank? on your list like above and below which movies you know what i mean like uh to me this would be below chillers 
but above uh what would this be above i guess the whole thing series <laughs> yeah above the thing series uh above a couple different prism ones like escapes and stuff like that for sure uh it would be tough for me to put this above chillers i i really enjoy chillers um i would put this ab- above something like uh terrorize i like this more than terrorize i see i don't know i can't say that because i love terrorize i love the the soundtrack like the score in terrorize is fucking awesome this has some like good the music way too the... we didn't mention that but this does have some pretty good synth music oh, we'll, in it. We'll, we'll touch on that we'll touch on that before we we close the segment but um to me terrorize has like the style like that like neon lighting that it has to it and shit it is very terrorize stylized. really has a lot going for it um there's things like, you know, Creep Show, and Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, like these bigger those budget are classics for sure. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think we're really putting those in like the mix here, right? No, I think this is more of like you know the the bad taste anthology speed, the the low budget kind of end of yeah. the thing. Because I think you know when it comes to the bigger stuff, I think you know you have to put Creep Show as as the best. The best. It's number one. It's it's the best horror game. anthology ever. Creep I, show. I I would absolutely put that stamp on it. I think the best horror anthology, well, like the Bad Taste Hall of Fame number one horror anthology, Burning Moon. Oh well, without a doubt. What do you think? Agree. Burning Moon is the best, like probably the best foreign film ever fucking made. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, it's tough. Because I have to consider Dead Alive to be a foreign film, and that is the best foreign film ever made. So it would be the second best foreign film ever made. It's the best German film ever made, and uh, we'll have to debate that next week. But uh, we're talking about we're talking about bad taste movies, also. Don't don't get all fucking crazy over, you know. Oh well. But I will say that uh, Burning Moon is the best anthology ever fucking made. Of any genre of any film. Yeah. It Just is go the watch the anthology. clip on the Bad Taste Video Instagram page of the guy getting his teeth fucking drilled mm. with an electric drill. That'll uh that'll that'll send some shivers down yeah. your spine, oh, right? Just thinking about it, dude. Fuck. That's like the best scene. That hell scene altogether. It's it, it, that is the movie. And it makes yeah. it not not seeing like the priest like fucking ass. His like little fucking rapist ass get like ugh. There's there's so much to love. I mean, <laughs> Burning Moon is just fantastic. What a fucking wild movie! Guy getting oh, we're gonna we're gonna have to like Julius. watch that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have to. We should try to do a lot like a viewing of that. Yeah, we gotta Maybe figure we, it out. We gotta see who. Yeah, we gotta see who owns the rights to that, so we don't get we don't sued. sued. People yeah. hate us. We're fucking so, heels. Um, That's what happens when you <laughs> <laughs> most hated. <laughs> we're going off on tangents now, but. Um, the soundtrack of this movie, pretty fucking good. Some high quality shit has a theme song, Grizz, added to the list. Yeah, dude, this is one of those. And it's, this feels like a... Actually, wait, there's two. The credit song 
Oh, also, there is the credit song. It's different than the uh, the the credit right. song is like is actually I think about the movie. Yeah, because uh, I think they say like baby born with a beard and all that stuff. Yeah, there's a baby the born one. with a beard and he's going uh, kind of crazy. That shit was great. <laughs> and the beginning one is just like is like a different song, but it, it's about a tabloid. Yeah. And so I like, love that intro with like the montage action of like the tabloids and the music going. It this feels kind of like a Mark Pirro film if you're familiar with this stuff. Like uh, you know, we did uh, Nudist Colony of the Dead, uh, Game yeah. Show of the Death. Uh, there's like it, it has a very similar style, and the music is is so corny, campy, but fucking awesome. And so specific yeah. to the movie that it, it just Catchy. It's so good. Dude, I love it. This movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. It has everything uh, that we look, look for, honestly, in, yeah. in, in movies. I mean, the only thing it was missing is the gore. That's the only thing that would have made this, I think, just a little bit more bad yeah. taste video approved. But we made up for that with our extra Texas Chainsaw Massacre episode. Exactly. Go that back just and so to happened, that shit. Yeah. We, we released a, a shorter episode. On the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 release that you can now watch on Netflix. Go listen to our review where we contradict ourselves the whole time, but overall tell you to watch it. You know, I got a lot of feedback uh, so far from people that have listened to that, and a lot of people said I was too calm. So I I should try to be more animated when I I do these things. I need to to amp it up a a little. I really want to watch like a terrible remake. We got to figure that one out. Plenty. Nightmare on Elm Street. That's the fucking worst Dude, one maybe, ever made, bro. Maybe one month. Maybe one month. We should dedicate I'm not say it. next month. But we should dedicate it to all shitty remakes. Yeah. I would I, I would torture myself. Actually, no, let's just, not even do shitty remakes. Just to be mad. Let's just let's just do two thousands remakes. Yes. I'm into it. We'll do we'll do a month of Friday the thirteenth. We could do Nightmare on Elm Street. We could do um house of wax oh yeah yeah there we go we could do um dude we Hills could do, have eyes um, no fuck that dude we're gonna do house on haunted hill bro that oh, my oh wait did God. we did we even i don't think we ever covered that movie did we i would much prefer to do the fucking original with vincent price over there. really yeah. you don't like that movie it's a tough uh, one bro it's a tough one all right you know what well, well hills have eyes is too good and everybody knows it's better than the original so that is something that we'll leave that fourth spot yeah, open. We'll, we'll, we'll research that. Yeah. There's definitely some fucking shit remakes. Maybe we'll pick one of those stupid, like fucking deep Amazon cut ones oh, where it's like, they, this is really this gonna made. Torture. This is going to be like a, a therapy month of just like expelling anger and like getting all the yeah. fucking bad juju off me. So I need it. We'll wait for the summer. We'll yeah. wait for the summer. How about that? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, Chris, uh, give me your final thoughts on Tabloid. Completely blown away. I didn't know what to expect going into this. I, I had an idea of what I thought it was going to be, and it was not that at all, but not in a bad way. It was it was surprisingly awesome. I, I was so pulled into this film from start to finish. Uh, each story is completely different, but it's completely... Uh, it's completely unique and fun in their own way. And I don't think that you'll get bored with any of the stories here. I know I I read some reviews and some people kind of shit on some of it. And I think that's just kind of the way it goes with these kind of films. But for me, this is a full fucking bad taste approved film, man. This rules. Well, one thing I got to say is we have very specific tastes here. 
um, not not aligning with most people, I guess. I mean, there's a there's a few a few of you out the there, scumbags. Yeah, yeah. There's a few of you out there that that get it, but. You know, when we see like, oh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it this, IMDb score is this, Metacritic score is this, whatever, we don't fucking look at that shit at all. We don't read the reviews at all either. Actually, sometimes we do on uh, Letterboxd just to like, you get a laugh at like what you're in, what's in yeah. store. Yeah, because you see like wildly varying things on these types of movies. Like you'll see one star reviews and five star reviews. You know what I mean? So it's polarizing. You could e- either kind of get it or you don't. I'm not saying it's like a deep movie, but like some people are able to suspend their, um, I guess their, what their, uh, 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 like standards of movies. You know what I mean? To like, just enjoy the story. I think some people look for a Hollywood film and some people look for something a little bit different. Yeah. I think that's it. Let me put it like this. If you watch zombie rampage or vampire Holocaust and you enjoyed it, you'll like this movie and not because they're similar in any sort of plot. No, but just if you can watch those movies and you enjoy them, you'll love this. That's for sure. This will feel like this will feel like a fucking Hollywood A-list blockbuster movie. To you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has those effects, man. It really does. Dude. Sick. Sick. Any movie that comes out of Texas from these dudes, there's real gunshots and there's real like bullet yeah, impacts fire, and things. You know, it's, it's yeah. Best fire. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> So let's head over to the video Dropbox and see what we're doing next week. Alright, we're back in the video Dropbox and we're getting ready for our next fucking movie. And I've been dying to do this fucking one. Man, we're finally doing violent shit. From Texas all the way to Germany. I am fucking stoked, dude. This is so on brand with everything that we love. And I know this is one of your favorites. So I Dude, have been I love, so excited to talk to you about this. I one. love this. I have multiple versions of this movie. We'll see if they're the same. Um, Grizz, this movie will make up for the lack of gore in oh, tabloid. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like we needed to like cleanse your palate with tabloid to get into violent yeah. shit where you can also hear um, wasp. There's a little fucking Torture Never Stops playing over a, a driving sequence, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, I want to inundate the whole you song. with nothing but fucking the bloodiest, goriest splatter that I can find this coming month. That is, and I think starting yeah. it off with violent shit is really going to set the note yeah. for, for what this month's going to bring to you. I think what we're going to have to do for March is cover nothing but like fucking gore movies and just, I'm going to post nothing but clips on our Instagram page that are just nothing but shit that'll make you want to puke. Yeah. 
Everything's going to wanna... be age restricted this month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to get shadow banned in March. See you in April. See you in April. Let's hit the trailer if there is one. I'm not too sure there might be because this does have a uh, a release in America, an actual release in America. But let's take a look. If not, play something else.
As you may have heard, there is no trailer, so instead we played you a little wasp, man, nope. because, uh, you know, why the fuck not? Yeah, and we'll probably get, yeah, well, we get sued for that also. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's like free promotion. Yeah, it's like rolling the dice, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but for real, we're, we're gonna fucking inundate you with some gross-ass shit. Dude, this movie is just next level. Carl the Butcher Shitter coming for you right the butcher burger what a fucking guy dude a, a huge fucking franchise huge franchise dude they, they're still making these movies they really are like it's it, it's fucking insane it lasted from the 80s to contemporary uh america germany whatever the fuck i consider say. this like the german truth or dare you know yes that's what yeah. this is comparable to as far as like legacy. way lower quality well way lower lower quality, quality well, and well, well by quality i mean like money wise and everything yeah. like but budget I mean, wise legacy wise and as far as longevity in the underground yeah. horror scene they, they yeah. held up both equally as well i i own let's see i own one through three on tape i got one two and then infantry of doom uh one and two i have what is it? One's Burning Moon, and is the other Burning Moon, or is the other Dead Alive? The other I want to say is, I want to say maybe they're both Burning Moon. I'm not 100 percent sure now. Yeah, I got We gotta double check that. But then I also have like an early 90s. That one's cool. I get, dude. I well, I have an early 90s copy that I guess was a bootleg, like a magazine bootleg, that's still German. It's got the German fucking, uh, you know, audio track. But it's it's uh, an NTSC copy. So this was pre-Dead Alive release because oh, yeah. there's no there's subtitles in the Dead yeah, Alive one. This one has no that subtitles. Shit. That's what makes it so fucking yeah. cool, man. We'll talk about it next week. We'll 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 give a little talk when uh, we 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 show you how fucking wild this stuff is. It gets juicy. Just yeah. Oh, <laughs> understatement. <dude. laughs> understatement. So, Grizz, is there anything else that you want to uh, talk about? No, man, I've really, really enjoyed uh, Texas Splatter, Gore Month. These films have all been uh, a lot of fun, some more than others. I think out of all of them, uh, the abomination reigns supreme, my friend. I think it truly is the epitome of what I want in Texas Gore. What do you think? Yeah, dude, I agree 100%. Abomination probably wins the Texas Gore month yeah. for us. Champion. Or our, yeah, our our bad taste video Texas Gore pick. Yep, that's the one. Everybody the Abomination. go out and watch go get that tape. The Abomination. Go buy that tape. Go spend $1,000 on that tape. Right you, wouldn't. you wouldn't. Bitches. You wouldn't. You wouldn't, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, before, we, before we end this, I just want to talk about uh, some tapes I got in the mail, Mr. Grizz. I got Starcade... <laughs> I got like these fucking the Starcade fucking tape. Oh, Big Man Vader, baby! I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1983 to 1993. I'm trying to kind of like sexy. fill in, trying to fill in like a lot of these WCW tapes that I didn't have. I also got something that you're really gonna fucking like. The best of Starcade 1983 to 1987. Double tape Dude. set. Look at the dream on there too. Dude, double tape, so sick, bro, so sick. I got a whole bunch of other ones out there, but man, I'm starting to really fill in this fucking catalog. I don't know. We gotta, we might have to start diving into some wrestling shit. I know some people aren't really into it, but you 
know, go fuck yourself. I don't really care. No, my, yeah. I, my I, world, bro. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of stuff like that that I would really like to get into, man. Like, you got some deep cuts of some of the... Oh, uh, my God. The FMJ stuff and everything, so... Oh, FMW? Oh, yeah, FMW. <laughs> yeah. You, you've been playing too much fucking Call of Duty, dude. FMJ. <laughs> Yeah, that is a gun on it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I got some crazy shit that like is kind of, I guess, is in the realm of like horror videotapes. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's some some brutal shit. Leatherface and shit like that. Wrestling matches and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, let's do it, man. We'll get into that. Yeah. So, Grids, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. It's sad we're finally getting kicked out of Texas, but you know what? Germany awaits. Yeah, we're not local, man. We got to get out of here. No, no, no. We got to hop on a plane and go head off to see fucking Andreas Schnass. Schnassburger. Let's do so, it. Yeah, let's do it. We'll see you next week with Violent Shit. <laughs>